Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 48 of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. This is... Well, actually, to be honest, it's an unexpected episode in the sense that when I was planning out my schedule, this was not originally on it. And then the other day I had a call with one of my students, um, one of my students in the Medit Action Initiate Program at Dom and Her. And so we were talking about what she does and I I had to have her. I had to have her on. So this episode is all about using soul collage to connect with plants. And this is with Lucy. Look, I'm going to butcher her last name, but I'm going to attempt it anyway. She's going to say her name when we actually start, but her name is Lucy Schrafok. She's going to kill me for that because I really just butchered it, but I did my best I could. She's going to pronounce it right. She's Dutch. It's beautiful. It's an amazing conversation. And I am so excited for you to learn all about soul collage, this amazing tool for really getting deeper into your own personal personalities and archetypes and essences, but also into the fascinating world of all the different places where your plantness can shine through. So enjoy episode 48. Lucy, take what, third time's a charm, they say? We tried to record this last week and had some problems. So I'm super happy that we're here. We're going to do it all over again. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, introduce yourself to the audience. Who is Lucy and why? Why are we here today? What does Lucy do? Well, I'm Lucy Schaaphok. I'm from the Netherlands. And um, I'm a soul collage facilitator and trainer and an artist. And I go to Damanhur since 2004, and it has uh, struck me very much. It's a very inspiring place, so I became an initiate as well. And uh, so that's why I know you, of course. And um, so I, I do coaching, I organize retreats around uh, self-development and getting to know your potential. And... Uh, really have more self-love, for example. Awesome. So you said a word that's really important in there. You said soul collage. Yes. What, what is soul collage? Tell us more, because well, I, I, that's that's what I want to hear more about. Tell yeah. me about soul collage. Not that everything you don't do, everything else you do is amazing, but soul collage. <laughs> Tell me about soul collage. Yeah. Well, soul collage is a method uh, that is about creativity, but also getting insights. So you make collages on cards. And um, every card, so I have some cards here. So I have more than 300 cards. And this is one of one of the cards I wow. have made. That's a collage? That's this awesome. Is a collage. Yeah. Wow. So you cannot. So, but if, if I would have this pile of cards, 300, I could say, could say this is me. So I'm one. But I also exist in many parts. So each card is about a, a part of yourself. And, and you cut it so small that it is about one energy of yourself. And in that way, you can really dive into this part. So like this is my teacher part. 
a role that I have mm. in my life. But I'm also an artist, so I have an artist card. Ah, oh, it's gorgeous. And uh, but we all have an inner critic as well. And getting to know this inner critic, like saying that you're not good enough, you're not beautiful enough, you cannot do it, all those things that you say to yourself. I have also a card around that one. So I call her my ice queen. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what you do with this method is that you really step into the images, like if you are the images, and in that way you go around your mind and you step into your, your subconsciousness. Sometimes it's conscious, but sometimes it's not conscious. So you get to know yourself much, much better because most of the times I always use this van, this bus that you have, you're, you're on the steering wheel and those uh, personalities are behind you in your bag, also um, archetypes sometimes. And something happens in the, um, uh, during the drive and one personality is triggered and gets the steering wheel, pushes you aside and thinks it, it, it is only there. Sometimes we're in, a, in a, a situation that we only feel like we're a victim or something. Mm -hmm. And nothing else is there anymore. All the other personalities are gone. We think that we are that at that moment. And also by getting to know the victim, for example, but, but, but shining your light on all the personalities in this way by using your cards and give them a voice through the cards, you can make more balance inside of yourself that's awesome i could totally see that the process of just even creating the card like if you allow yourself to completely let go and you really call in that energy even as uncomfortable or as uh, maybe that that particular piece of yourself is sitting in the shadows right now so it's not really easy for you to consciously get to it but just the idea of like okay, I have all these materials in front of me. I'm just going to randomly allow myself to create. That must be extremely liberating because you're not, you're not trying to put something together to create something. You're more trying to allow something to express itself through you. Is yes. that right? Yes, you can do it two, both ways. So you can start intuitively. So you go, you look for images and then you have a look at what triggers you in a, in a positive way also if you have resistance on something so and in that way you just make cards the way it feels feels good at that moment so you use your gut feeling mm. and then you find out what is the card about but you can also make a card about my inner critic for example so i make a card by intention sometimes that's not so easy mm. but you can you can do both ways and i found cards about myself that sometimes you have personalities that they come up once once in your lifetime or maybe much less than other personalities and sometimes I make cards and I step into that and I'm like is that inside of me this is really so you make a kind of a what I call an inner landscape of of who you are sometimes I also call it like like these coats or on the on packages of food that you buy, like you have your own code of 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 your blueprint and and the cards are the map 
So they show what your blueprint is. Uh, I can understand that. Do you find also that over time, like let's assume, let's take the, the critic, right? You have this inner critic. So in the moment that you create the card, the inner critic has, that's what that, that card represents. Do you find that sometimes you have the same element of yourself, but you might have the card over time and that the card is different and the card like reveals different things? For example, like if you're really working right now, I've, I've identified maybe one or two parts of myself that are sitting in the shadows and I find that I'm in a process. I'm working very closely with a few of the different, my plant partners here to identify those shadow pieces. Mm -hmm. And then I would imagine that if I was to do a card before, but if I was to do a card, maybe right now, when I'm in the middle of the shadow, that card would be different. And probably maybe in a year or two, when I feel like I've brought that part outside of the shadows, would the card be different then? That's possible. You don't necessarily need to make a, a new card, but the the voice of the card can change also. Hmm. But if you feel that you have changed so much, you might want to make a new card. That's possible. So I love that also about soul collage. You can, everything is, is totally fine. You just follow your feeling and there's no wrong way. And what I also love is that it's your own process. So if you would make cards with me, I would not say, oh, this is this, this means that. No, I trust your in intuition, your inner wisdom. And I'm not, I'm not pushing or pulling or coaching you in a way to get answers out, out of you. So I guide you in that you trust your own process, your inner healer also, and things come up when they need to come up. So the synchronicity is also very important in soul collage. Ah, I can see that. That that makes sense to me. So so it's more of the voice of that card changes yeah. as you go through in that aspect. Mm -hmm. I can also see that it's being extremely powerful from the perspective of if I'm working on something and I don't even know who's maybe, who are, what are the elements of myself that are creating a situation? Like if I have a, a limiting belief or a pattern that I keep repeating, something that feels very blocked. I could totally see the idea of if I have these 300 cards that I've built in over time and just like sort of connecting in and saying, okay, who are the elements of myself that I need to work with? Hmm. Like, do you, do you pull those cards out? Like, do you allow yourself? Is that one way that you could use these cards? Yeah. So, so you first read the cards, So you get to know which voice is, is inside of you that reprint, represents this card. And you do this more often, like you get to know a new person. You don't know a person by talking once. And then what you can do is like um, stating a question. So you want to know something about your life or about your insights or who can help you to, to deal with uh, things. And then you can draw four cards, for example, by uh, blind. So you don't look at what they are. They are, you, you just pick them from the back. So mm -hmm. also this is like tarot or, so you pick four cards and then you answer from these cards on your question. Wow. And that is also, it's very synchronic. Most of the times when you, when you draw these cards, uh, I'm like, oh, how is this possible? Lots of times still after I started in 2009, 
with so collage and I'm still sometimes so one uh, how do you say that I'm so, so surprised still what what which cards come up at what moment that's well I, I don't understand what's happening but it's really strong and also right. the cards so if you draw if you draw four cards the four cards sometimes also has as a group have a message so that's very special as well in that way you can use your cards you can also bring a card like if you have if you have problems with insecurity for example or you feel like you feel small you can make a card about the powerful person woman or man and stepping into that brings you closer to that part that really exists in you but it's this small and so you can make it larger and put it more in front of this bus or even on the steering wheel and you can take it also with you in your bag, for example, or sleep, put it on your under your cushion or place it on your altar so you can see it every day. So you can do many things to really um, have these personalities that you want to give them more space. You can give more space in this way. The first time I connected with a plant and actually received a response, I got chills. It is such an invigorating sensation when you break through like that and realize just how connected we are and that we are nature. As a nature-inspired mentor myself, I was super excited to stumble upon the SHIFT Network and its mission to empower a global network of evolutionary change agents. Talk about my kind of movement. There are so many inspiring thought leaders, healers, empaths and other visionaries all under one roof, each with an individual and collective mission to help you reawaken and co-create a just and prosperous world. Now check out the show notes, click on the link and learn more about the shift network. Consider enrolling even in a course or two. They are the perfect complement to your evolving naturally conscious life. I hope you enjoy what you find in the Shift Network and come back to the Naturally Conscious community and let us know all about what you're learning and exploring. And some other personalities like the inner critic, they can be a little smaller because sometimes they have a too large mouth. <laughs> Definitely in my house. My house, the inner critic has had, has had its period. That period is now done. You don't have to be so loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can also see as um, recently we've been talking about, uh, you know, doing a Dom and Her mystery school as part of the naturally conscious community, our community. And I could see this being actually a really valuable companion tool to use for something when, as you're discovering your personalities, as you're discovering your past lives, like doing cards, even for past lives that you might've had and putting all of these things together, both as a, as your elements, you know, your 163rd element, as the different personalities that you have in this life, as the personalities that fuse together, as you go forward, like there's just so many elements that I could see this as being useful. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned to me something really interesting a while back. You had talked to me about, because we were talking obviously in the context of plants. This is a plant podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. And you were saying that there's also a way for you to bring in, is it called companions? Is that what you were talking to me about? Can you yeah. tell me more about that? So uh, if you make soul collage cards, you can divide them in four suits. 
So you can make cards for your inner personalities about archetypes. That's called the council suit about com uh, community. So you can make cards about uh, people, pets and places that are important for you in your life. Uh, but you can also make cards for animals that are, so you have the seven basic chakras and you can find an animal that is in a chakra. So you have most of the time seven different animals in each chakra, uh, no, in, in the chakras. So one animal per chakra. So we were talking about plants and we we always say that uh, like Sina is the founder, she says it's about the, the, the basic instinct. So the basic, it's the earthy um, energies that can be in these chakras. So you can also have like, like plants or trees in these chakras. So we, we came up with that idea. So if you're connected really much more to plants than animals, some people choose to, to, to use animal, uh, plants, not animals. Yeah, I can see that also. I can see it in both places. I could see it under, you know, for I can see why from so many people, people, places, pets make sense. But for example, our community was probably people, places, plants, <laughs> because so many of us, for us, our plants are are um, are the the people, the persons that are most uh, closely connected to us yeah. outside of the human realm. Yeah, so, so I could but, totally see that. Yeah, but this is a difference. So if you put people places and, and plants so then the plants you put in that suit that you really know right so like you have the plant there in the, at the back so yep. you, if you make a card about this specific plant so like it's a creature in your life and it's, it's existing it will be in the community Right. And that's why I think I could see it in both sides. Like I could yeah. see it inside of the community in the sense mm -hmm. of like, like for us. So in, if for those that are watching from the video, you know, no name Dracenia is behind me or one half of no name Dracenia, who is still in the process of giving me some kind of way to talk and spider plant, for example, who many people have heard me talk over and over again about spider plant, who's my business partner, definitely would be part of that community, right? The cards that I would make or, uh, you know, Gary, the silver fur who's sitting outside of my window, um, would definitely be one of those types of personalities that, or, uh, those community members that I would love to be able to have a way to connect differently, yeah. you know? And so that card would be awesome. And then on the other side, like you said, is more of the archetypes connected to many of these plants, similar to animals, like you have your spirit animals and you have your spirit plants mm. um, or your spirit wild plants in the case of, of we talk about often. So I could see the idea of within a chakra, for example, whether right now I'm working very closely with cattail and I could see cattail being inside of, for example, my heart chakra mm. as, as a way for me to connect to a whole series of different elements that cattail offers around my emotions and around the beauty and around nourishment and all these different pieces mm. and, and how to give another voice to cattail who I can't always go out and spend time with and I don't want to cut and have like a dead version here but instead I would love to have something like a card like yeah. that that helps me first of all figure out in what chakra is cattail really helping me move through or work mm -hmm. through in this particular moment but also what are the other messages that are 
coming from my my own vegetality, my own plantness from within, that cattail is helping me as a spirit guide express in that way. So I'm assuming that that's kind of how with most people it would be spirit animals, but for our community, it would be with that spirit plants yeah. in that way. So <clears throat> um, what you do to find which plant is in your witch chakra, you, you would do this uh, through a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. So it, it can be very surprising also. So some people find an animal in their uh, um, sixth chakra, for example, and they're like, I don't like that. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to choose because in this visualization, the, the, the animal or the plant comes to you. It shows itself to you. So right. it's not us choosing, but the, the plant or the animal is choosing us because it knows when it where it can help you. So it's the, the other conscious state that you will find out which which plant is where. And that's the part that I love the most because I find, so as you know, I have this spirit wild plant quiz that I've had for a long time that I'm constantly revising based on feedback. And I have a series of wild plants like dandelion and purslane and, and, um, and chick, uh, chickweed that are the main plants that wanted to come out through this quiz. And it always is so interesting at how many people write to me and say, oh, I just got, I don't know, cattail, but I expected to get dandelion. And when you ask them, they want to get dandelion because they love like, I mean, it could be any other plant. Like I thought I would get so-and-so. And then they say, oh, it's because, you know, I love this plant. It's beautiful. This key is beautiful and grows in my yard or whatever, whatever. And then as you ask more questions, you start to understand and you're like, when you read the description and you started to get the activities, what came up? And inevitably, so many other pieces that they didn't expect about themselves sort of show up through the actual wild plant, that the spirit wild plant that wants to work with them. And so they start to discover new elements of themselves that they were maybe just weren't as obvious. It's not even always that we're hiding them. I think it's just that it's easy for us to connect on one level and the deeper work, the work that's more revealing, like you said, happens at another level. And yeah. so I like the idea that in this particular case, because you're creating the card almost subconsciously, it gives you a wide, especially through that guided meditation of like opening yourself up to the entire plant world, to that plant king home and saying, okay, plant king home, like what, elements of you right now need to, you know, are, are want to guide me through yeah. this process. And it's probably also very synchronous. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you must have a house filled with magazines yeah. to hold, you know, if you're doing, you know, different soul collage events, do you have just like, do you just collect every magazine you could possibly find? Yeah. Well, that's, that's really, how do you call that? Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know how you call it in English, but I cannot look at magazines in a normal way. I don't read them anymore. I look at the pictures like, yeah. And, and what I hear also from facilitators, because I'm a trainer as well, I also train people to become facilitators in soul collage. And they often say, oh, when I'm at the dentist, sometimes I see a beautiful image and then I have to, I have to tear it out. Or they ask if they can bring it. And I, I, I also sell uh, uh, magazines in my web shop because I also have a web shop for the materials uh, to buy. Right. So 
I, I love to also to go to secondhand stores, for example, and to get magazines and books and uh, even books with beautiful images. They are not they are not safe with me anymore. <laughs> well, the other the other day, actually, when we were talking was right before that a friend of mine had rang my doorbell and said, hey, I just went and cleared out an old storage area for my parents. And um, there's some stuff in the in a van. And like, do you want to get go and get it? So I walked into the van and. I, I wish now I would have gotten them because at the time I had been thinking about, you know, collaging in general, which is kind of how we got into this conversation. Mm -hmm. And they, the, that person had a stack, they had a stack of magazines that were probably from like the 1950s. Oh, wow. And they were very particular in their images. I yeah. mean, some of them were cooking magazines and some of them were like home magazines. So a lot of women in black and white and domestic duties. Yeah. And all of these like different appliances or little images around. And now I wish I would have gotten it because yeah. I think that I think that sometimes having that wide range, like you said, like nothing is safe with me now, having that wide range of imagery gives us so much more opportunity to express without some of the stereotypes that we have in our heads. And to and then to see what happens when you put that into a collage. Yes. So cut cutting. Sina always said cutting an image is like blessing an image. And if you put it, give it another background, then you make it really connecting with you also. So you change it, and then it fits with you. You were talking about using um, soul collage for past lives, for example. I did yes. that. So I have an Aboriginal past life. So that's this card. Oh, wow. If you can't see the card, I just want you to know there's a beautiful spiral. There's the face of an indigenous person. There's plants and then the other elements like sky and fire. Beautiful. Yeah. And I even, uh, because someone called me who did a, a past life workshop with them and her, and then she could not integrate her life. And then I thought, well, maybe soul collage can help. So I designed a workshop for that and other people came also and she made around eight cards or something. I read the cards and, and in that way she could really all the parts of this life because it was a kind of an intergalactic life. So it was very strange for her. And then after the workshop, she said, well, yeah, now it feels complete. So it's very special also. So I use this because uh, the cards are not on their cells. So our parts are not, so they are not individuals. They are, but they are connected to the whole, of course. So they are connected with each other. So you can use the personalities uh, to get to know other personalities. And in Domino, we also learned that uh, some personalities now we have are past lives. So I use it also to research past lives. Oh, wow. So that's, that's powerful. A, yeah, that's a process. Uh, it's very interesting. I can imagine. I mean, it just sounds like this gives us another window into yourself. Yeah. That especially for people who are maybe not just visual, because I think I think that's one part. I mean, I think a lot of different um one of the things i love about past lives here in Domenher is the fact that it is not so mental you know there's there's 
theater and dressing up and um, like performance type stuff and music and all kinds of different stuff that you do in order to enter into the life. And I think that for um, people who are looking for other avenues, something like soul collage could be extremely powerful, especially like I said, obviously, I keep going back to the plants and I'm just looking at it going what an also so when I teach um, communication with the plant world, specifically the Domin Hurrian course, um, there is an activity that's done where you're blindfolded because we oftentimes associate characteristics to a plant based on what we see. Mm-hmm. We're just very much connected in that way. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about the idea of something like a soul collage, because I can build the true essence of that plant without ever having to actually, yeah, maybe I'll put a, 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 an image of the plant you know, of plant key self in in a corner, Mm -hmm. but that's not the point. The point is for you to capture the essence of that plant. So if you're talking about rosemary, or if you're talking about aloe, or if you're talking about any other kind of plant that might have a whole series of characteristics that in this particular moment are useful to you, but that have nothing to do with how you see. I'm always amazed when I, when I teach that class, how people experience plants very much based on their energy. And if I have, you know, 10 people in the room together, for example, and I said, I put a plant and I ask the person to really connect to the plants. It's amazing to me how you could have 10 people who are like, the plant is extremely small, like extremely strong and really big and has like all this huge energy. And it's a teeny tiny, teeny tiny plants. Mm. But, but people if you had used your eyes, you would have assumed that that plant was had a small energy. Yeah. But because you were able and allowed yourself to just really connect to the essence of that plant, you could see, quote unquote, without the vision, the true essence of the plant. And I think we forget about that ourselves. So having something like this, where you're drawing from the essence of the plant and then using that to reconnect into that chakra or in the sense of community of like, what is that energy in my community or yeah. other aspects of yourself or even really. So we talk a lot about your plantness, right? Embodying your plantness and reawakening your plantness. And I think that that's another element that is really important as it comes out is that I could collage my own existence, my own plant body, just as I could my animal body and my, you know, all these different parts of myself. But I, one of my parts is me as a being, as a plant being and also myself as nature, right? I could also collage like when I embody my true nature, who I truly am as a being of nature, what does that look like? Yeah. And then if you step into it, Sometimes you make cards and you think, oh, this will come out or that, but you, you make yourself uh, um, empty and then mm-hmm. you start, you don't know what, what it is really about. And then you start to speak from these images and that can be very surprising as well. So you can use it also for research, but you can also make cards about plans you say, and uh, what, what I do lots of times is draw two cards each day random and then say then look at which cards have a message for me today so in that way you can also draw uh, plant cards and they have a message or they can help you this day or they have so you don't choose it but they choose you because they know how they can help you and when and in which way 
Beautiful. I'm like, I have a feeling that we could probably sit here and come up with so many different ideas and ways. You had told me that you're bringing a group to Domenhurst soon. Yes, I am. When is that? That's in May, the 19th to the 25th. And it is, uh, we will work with the temples. So Domenhurst has these underground temples. They are really amazing. It's called the Eighth Wonder of the World. Mm -hmm. And it has a, you know, of course, because you live there, it has a strong energy and every uh, hole has a different meaning. So what we will do, be doing is we will have a meditation or a dynamic every morning with a guide from Damanhur. And this is very strong. So it can be about different ages or, or um, uh, um, the metals or... Um, Finding, oh yeah, with yeah, with all the halls, I can imagine like you know your physical body, your subtle body. Yeah. You could enter into your water element and your emotions. Yeah. I can yeah. just imagine what you're going to take the people through. Yeah, yeah. So that will be wonderful. And in the afternoon, we will work with soul collage to integrate all your experiences. So you make cards about the halls, or about your emotions you had, or other things that came up. So. Well, I've, I've organized many retreats to Damanhur and sometimes it feels not finished that people had experiences, but they go home and they don't not always understand what happened with them. And in this way, you can understand more and integrate more and you get to know more about yourself and, and your insights. And we will be in uh, Ali di Falco. That's a beautiful place where we have uh, very good food and... Uh, so it will be a wonderful, magical trip to really empower yourself more. Oh, sounds gorgeous. So yeah. tell me the dates again. It's from May 19 till 25. So May 19 to the 25. I'll, of course, include the link in the show notes so that people could find it if they're interested in doing this. I mean, it's always such a wonderful experience. I also have a group that's coming um, on the 30th of April and they're going to be spending here a week. But that group is already full. Actually, I think there's like two two rule play two places left, but that's a group that's very much connected, obviously, to the plant world, and we're going to be doing a lot in the Sacred Woods Temple. I could totally understand also the idea of like doing cards from the Sacred Woods with all these different elements. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just like you said. That's why you have 300 cards, right? You just it's hard to stop after yeah. a while. It's like yes, so many. And different I, I come up with lots of uh, workshop uh, themes most of uh, lots of times. So I've given so many different workshops in in different themes because you can do so many things with it absolutely and that's that's what i love and i love that you have this with you and so you create this sort of like living record that you can step into and let that um develop inside of you wow i'm i'm so happy that we have this conversation so lucy how can people find you where where do they find you how do they find out more information about your trip i know you're going to send me the link but where do they go if they want to know about you and your soul collage work? Yes, um, they can find me on my uh, website. That's uh, lucyschaaphok.com. <laughs> don't worry. For all of you who don't know how to spell that, I will make sure and write it in the show notes. Yeah, well, it's a Dutch name, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's hard for people. Um, so they can find it there. It's, it's, there's a button, a magical retreat, so they can find it easily there. 
Beautiful. And I'm sure that they can also reach out to you if they're interested in some of your soul collage work or if they want to find out when you're going to be doing things um, in that way. It has been an absolute delight to me to actually have this conversation and to be able to go deeper into. I have several people in my periphery who all do soul collage and they love it. Yeah. Uh, every time we're we're together doing kind of an event of some sort, you see them pulling out their cards yeah. and like <laughs> laying them out and trying to or creating like taking notes and like sketching to create yeah. a new card when they when they will be back to have all of their materials. So it sounds like such a wonderful tool. Yeah. Thank you yes. so much. Yes. Well, thank you very much for inviting me and uh, talk about this. It was really wonderful. Yeah, and I look forward to the next opportunity to create with uh, I'm, this idea of creating these, like looking inside of your chakras, is, these companions. This is exciting. That's that's something I hadn't thought about before. So now I'm, I'm looking forward to the next opportunity to do that. Yeah. Well, let, let's have a look if we can do something. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lucy. Conte, yeah, and too. we will talk again very soon. Yeah. Conte. Bye-bye. All right. That was such an amazing conversation with Lucy. I am just so excited that we had a chance to do it. Remember, as always, all this information is going to be in the show notes for you to find it. And if you want to keep talking about these types of tools and other tools that you might have to really connect deeper into the plant world, then remember that the Naturally Conscious community is the place for you to go. That's where we're going to be hosting this. And now Lucy's given me a few ideas for elements that we might be able to add into the Dumb and Her Mystery School, the Sprout version that we're planning on doing. So keep an eye out for those and other opportunities to explore some of these topics and to really try these different techniques. So it's all in the show notes. You can find the Naturally Conscious community, Lucy's website, and everything you've ever wanted to know about Soul Collage. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. So join me, Tigrila Gardenia, and my plant collaborators next time on Reconnect with Plant Wisdom.